Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Aerial Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Aerial Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. All right. What's up, tribe? This is Aaron, and I am here, as always, with my good friend, Jason. Aaron, how's it going? Good Dude, morning, and good morning, everybody else. I feel or like I haven't afternoon seen you or... forever. What's, I know. What has been happening? Uh, a little, a lot of traveling, a lot of really good things that are happening, you know, as I think you're aware of, just uh, on the business front and the personal front, and so I hope everyone uh, that listens is doing well um, at the same time. We've been off for a couple months. Yeah, you were in Israel, and then I was going in another direction, and uh, yeah, family showed up, Thanksgiving showed up, and <laughs> everything. Welcome else to the time. holidays. Yeah, uh, every year I think, oh gosh, the holidays aren't that bad, and then every year I'm like, what in the world just happened? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as we're recording this, I'm like, so is Christmas really two weeks away? Right from today. Right. I'm like, okay, it is. So here we are. We are not yeah. going to escape the reality of Christmas. So um, w- one of the big reasons that we are we took a break was podcast studio renovations. Yes. So we had some upgrades, and they're pretty awesome. They're pretty awesome, and they're going to get awesomer. Um, I don't want awesomer. I don't want to get all technical yeah. on you, but they're going to get <laughs> going to get awesomer. Um, and. We are hopefully the the audio will be better. Hopefully the just the overall podcast experience will be better. But in the midst of that, uh, you started traveling a bunch. Yeah, again, again for your work. Yes, is that going to slow down or is that? Yeah, I you know where uh, where I'm at. We just uh, when I first started, we were at five companies and now we're at thirty three. Okay, <laughs> so on road to forty five by a year from now. So. Uh, no, good things are happening. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been really interesting. I think you and I have talked about this from a leadership perspective, just, you know, as that shifts and moves, and um, I feel like I'm growing up in some more ways than I've never been before and learning a lot. Like, what does leadership look like when you're really um, at a vision perspective versus then a tactical perspective? Because sometimes we find value in what we do yeah. versus, you know, my boss is like, I just need you to think more. You're like, okay, that's cool that you're going to pay me to think, but then it, it's it's really a fascinating experience when you think about impact and leadership and growth. And so long-winded answer to uh, hopefully not as much. Uh, it was a little bit of a sprint out of the gates as kind of the world is opening up again, but yep. we'll, we'll find out. I was going to ask you that as you were talking, like what is the difference between leadership at five companies and leadership at 33? Like what's some of the differences? Some of the differences, uh, like I kind of mentioned to you, is you're like, I, I, I could take the trash out and I could answer that phone and make that photocopy and be in that meeting and, and, and so on, but you realize that the value of your role on the team begins to narrow, 
right? There's only so many hours during the day, so many minutes during the day. You can't be on everything. And so you really begin, and we talk about this, you really begin to trust your team and empower your teams more. And, and that, to me, uh, has been part of that growth. It's almost like letting go. It's almost like, you know, my son who left for college, like, okay, he's going to go away. He's like a young man. And there's, uh, if that guy used that as a metaphor and analogy, like there's a lot of that taking place. Yeah. Especially at that speed. You know, it's not like, you know, you're, okay, we're kind of growing slow. You know, hey, we grew 10%. You're like, no, we're growing, you know, 100%. And so the velocity of that, you really don't have a lot of time to reflect on it. So I never was in war, but I'm assuming there's a lot of like, okay, hey, the plan was this, plan's changing. You know what I mean? Enemies coming in this way or bullets or whatever it is, you have to quickly adapt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and get back to those principles a lot what we talk about here on the podcast so that's some of it man I you know I'm thinking about this as we're growing as a church we're growing and we're having to rethink leadership structures and organizational management and all that stuff it's hard for me I like theoretically I think I know what I want to have happen it's hard for me to articulate it well and I just feel like that's such a super valuable like I'm probably going to go back and listen to this already four or five times. Just that little piece that you said, yeah, the being able to to let go. Or are there like, are you using any resources to help you with figuring that out? Or books reading? Yeah, I think it gets back to some of the things that that we do talk about, and that we I know that we posted as a free resource. I think it's more. It, it really starts with you, and really being honest with yourself about okay. Because the biggest enemy to us all is ego. But, I mean, if we're just going to be flat out honest, you're like, hey, I want to be liked. I want people to know I'm bringing value, especially in the workplace. You know, that's where politics comes in, which I can't stand. Right. But how do you set that aside like, and, and help your team members set it aside? And that requires you creating a safe environment. Hey, it's okay if you're going to fail, right? I'm not. No one's going to be perfect. But it really begins with that self-assessment of, okay, how do I bring the most value to my team? And how do I bring it to the organization? And it's a con- and it's a refinement. It's not like, well, on January first, you know, I, I looked at my goals and I said, this is what I'm going to do, and and it's constant. No, I mean, it could, it, it's con- it's morphing, you mm. know, as you continue to move forward. And I think the less frequent you visit that, you set yourself up for uh, not optimizing the situation, and you don't really. Because um, your your awareness is off, right? Right. Because you're you're not looking for opportunities to to grow somebody else in that position. You're not seeing, okay, how does this get better? Because every day that I wake up, um, I'm always thinking, okay, how do I get better? I, I'm I'm not too curious about what's working. I want to know what's not working. That needs to bubble up, um, and then sift through. And so I think the first step is self assessment. Uh, honestly, and, and, and really letting the ego go. I think the second part to that, then uh, what we talk about is I really think about just five things. If you really think about your capacity to execute, it's not, I have a checklist of 30 things. Like your role at the church, it should be like, let me tell you about the 35 things I did today. No, it should be, like, what were the three things you did excellent today? Right. Right. And And that to me is another uh, layer of, of leadership where you get a chance to say, yeah, I spent four hours today thinking through that one problem, but that one problem, if I fix it, that affects 10,000 lives, right? right? So that, that to me is part of what we don't spend a lot of time at, you know what I mean? It, it's creating that space, 
and then creating the focus. And then I think the third piece to that is really your feedback loop, right? Okay, so I'm thinking this, you know, I'm, I'm trying to refine this, I'm empowering my team. Uh, okay, so I'm going to take that, put that into some tactical goals that are associated to that vision. Okay, how is that working? You know, well, Susie on the team, you know, she's not feeling appreciated or whatever it is. Well, I made a mistake here. Or should have done that. Oh, that was successful. More of that. And I feel like those are the kind of things that that framework is very successful. And then, as you know, I'm like you, I love to read. And so there's a constant desire to say, okay, in that cycle of feedback, what's that, where's the 1% that can get better in that? Like, and so, you know, I was listening to um, a whole, uh, I signed up for those, like, I don't know, it was like $85 for this series. It was all on the cognitive brain. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I w took me two days to get through it. And I took away two nuggets. I was like, wow, that was worth m my two days for this just to constantly get better about, you know, connection and things like that. So as I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking through like for myself, what, what do I struggle with? And, I, and, and then what are the people that I'm leading? How are they struggling to make these transitions? And I think one of the things that gets in the way is the desire to do things at the level that I think is excellent. And so I would love to, just to hear you wrestle with this question. Yeah. When is the diff what's the difference between this is better or worse and it's just different. So when I'm letting things go, people are going to do it different than I do it. Yeah. And there's a degree to which it may or may not actually be better, but it will be different. So how do I know the difference between those things? Um, I think one of the ways to think about it is, you know, it, the, so the path is going to be different, right? Cause it's a different human being and, and, is really articulating outcomes like, Hey, how expressing, here's how I'm seeing that outcome, right? right? Like whatever, whatever that vision is that you cast. And I will tell you that if you cast the vision and you set the expectations, I think you're limiting what could possibly happen. It's all about, here's what I'm seeing. So you're always, you're always leading through casting that original vision, but like allowing that person to take some ownership of that vision, I think is really critical. Because there's many times I'm sitting to me as like, oh my God, I've got this figured out. I'm going to blow people away about how brilliant I am with this idea. And then I put it in front of nine other really sharp people. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, so that wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. But what came from it was a much bigger vision, a much simpler way to do it or, you know, things like that. So I feel like the first step is every leader has to say, that's the hill that we're going to go climb. I think the question that as I'm hearing it is, what's the best way to climb that hill? Right. Right. And you might say, well, listen, we're just going to go climb straight up over the boulders and, you know, through the woods and whatnot. Or someone else might say, yeah, Aaron, I, I hear you, but have you thought about it this way? And the only way I think you, that that happens is you give that person permission to say, yeah, I want to hear it. Like, Hey, this is where I want to go. Come back. And then you're okay if you're like, that's not exactly the way I would do it, but that's okay because I need to entrust them and empower them because what is not being discussed in that, what you and I are seeing right now is observation, the observation by other team members. Wow, Aaron really gave this task to John and they really collaborated well. I encourage John to get other partners, like John, don't go alone. And through that, people are like, 
wow, I really love Aaron's leadership. I love the way that he empowered the team. So then when you go to Susan, Susan is enthusiastic. And I think that's where you really get that awesome uh, team building, flattening of you know, the organization. Because if you don't do that, then John's like, well, you know, water cooler, look at me. And Susan's like, oh, my gosh, so how do I get Aaron's attention? You know what I mean? That's where you get politics and all that. So right. that's kind of how I think about it. That's awesome. This wasn't the purpose of this show. Hey, we, here we are. <laughs> yeah. we, I was just like, so, man, that's actually a really – that's a valuable conversation, I think, for people regardless of their letter, level of leadership because as you're desiring to grow – Really, your capacity to grow is about being able to let things go and manage people and ideas more than tasks themselves. I will, I will share this with, you know, just on this theme is the ones that let's just kind of stay in the context of, hey, I'm in work and how do I, how do I grow? How do I grow my position? And many times people feel that it's, hey, I'm going to take my idea and champion my idea. And, you know, you know, before I got in this role, if I'm being very transparent, there, there, was, a, a, there was some of that in me, right? Hey, this is my idea, you know, because I was a smaller entrepreneur, not sitting in this executive seat I am today. And what I've come to learn is it's completely the opposite. Mm. Everyone knows where the idea came. You don't need to credit wrap yourself. What you got to do is the more that you pull people into your idea – and they naturally like, oh, yeah, and they contribute. And then that gets pushed forward. Your value is so much greater than, oh, yeah, that was my idea. It, it, just, it just is. And so I think that's the other big thing as you're listening to this is, you know, really, really be thoughtful the next time you're working on a project. It truly is about partnership. It is truly, yeah, you, you might have been given the original light bulb moment, but you need people around you and embrace that and, and push the egos and just and watch yourself move forward because that's what you know your manager, boss, whatever that's what they want. That's what they're trying to do. And you know, hopefully you work for a boss or manager that wants and facilitates and fosters that environment. Yeah. That's incredible. So good. That <laughs> that's just such a good conversation. I, I feel like even even if you want to execute that in your family, so yesterday um, my youngest child officially got her driver's license. Oh, I saw that post on Facebook. Yeah. And, and so we watched her pull out of the driveway. And I mean, that's the process of parenting, right? Is that at the beginning, you're doing everything, everything. for them. And the, and parenting is this gradual process of letting go. And until quote unquote, they don't need you anymore. Yeah. Now, if you've done that well, then they will come back around and ask questions, but they'll, they'll, they'll be independent thinkers. They should be, and they won't do it the way you do it. I know. It drives me nuts watching my adult children. <laughs> Just like, no, come on. That's not smart at all, but they do it, and it, <coughs> it works out, and... Yeah, I think the need, hopefully, just it, it changes, right? You're a little bit farther down the road than I am on that. Not that you're a lot older than me, but I'm just saying. We started you early. just started earlier than me. You know, I, 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 you know, my son's a freshman, and, and you can feel it, like, instantaneously. But you just hope, like, the need's always there to be dad, but that, you know, what he needs is different, right? Yeah, yeah we all, he needs love and encouragement, and but 
you know, he doesn't need to be picked up from school anymore. You know, the little things that we were doing. So, right. But I did see that post. Yeah. And my wife was in tears over it. She's, it, it was, uh, they, they went to the DMV, got her driver's license and then, um, came home and then our daughter pulled out and went back to school. Kelly had taken her out of school to deal with all this stuff. So, um, we, <laughs> I, I come downstairs from from the bedroom getting ready for the day and Kelly is on the couch in a puddle and I'm like what happened <laughs> what what did I what do wrong <laughs> already yeah. I just assumed that it was me doing something yeah. wrong and she's like no just this was our youngest and so I, I say that because going through this process whether it's at work or at home it's hard yeah. like letting go of that stuff is hard yeah. But it's right. And that's what Kelly kept saying. I know this is right. I know it's good. I know it's the way things are supposed to go. But this is hard. Yeah. And and this is our last first. And, you know, but the same principles still apply. If you want people around you to be better, you've got to be able to let it go and and raise them up and yeah. make them a better version of themselves. Totally. Which may mean that they become better than you. Yes. And so that's where I think the first thing I said is, is our egos. Um, I'm going to blank on the author, even though he's one of my favorite authors, but uh, the ego is the enemy is, it would be a recommended read. Mm. It, it's a short, uh, read that really concentrates on that. And as you read through the book, you're like, oh, okay, that's good. Oh, that's, that's a good one. And really the obstacle is ourselves. Mm. And, yep. and so I read through it a couple of times and I'm having a moment where I can't remember the author's name. That's but all right. if, if you just Google, uh, you know, the ego is my enemy. It it really, it's worth a. It's not only worth a read, but it's a, it's worth a team read too because mm. it, it sets a tone. It sets a perspective. You know that self is the starting point, like it always is going to be. Mm. Yeah, I will. Uh, we will link that in the show notes. We cool. will throw that um, Amazon link on. Yeah, on our show notes yeah. for that book. So. Um, so you have been back to work and growing and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and, and that's amazing. And um, I got to travel. I got to go to Israel, right. which is one of my just heart's passions. One of the things I love to do is take groups over there. The uh, It opened up for a little while, and we took a group, and it was incredible. Um, that's great. Let me tell you one of the great things about going to Israel right now, and I say this because, uh, shameless plug, we're going back in May. Um, and you should join us. Um, but the, there's nobody there right now because Israel is requiring vaccination. So there's nobody there. A lot of tourism has diminished because a lot of tourists are like, I don't want to get the vaccine. Okay. Um, you're free to choose that. Right. So we, uh, we were able to, uh, get over there, and really, we had a group of about 25, which is a relatively small group. But there were there most of the places we went, there was not another tour bus. That's cool, and that includes like places that usually you'll have 25 or 30 tour buses. Like it's just like Capernaum and um, Mount of Olives and all these major biblical sites. There was just nobody there. And so we had the whole place to ourselves. Awesome. It was incredible. That's awesome. I, I kept telling this group. And, of course, the, the weather was perfect. It was yeah, like mid-80s to low-90s the whole time we were there. And um, actually, there was a couple of days where we had to wear jackets because it had chilled down. But um, just what a gift to be a part of that trip. It was so much fun. That's cool. 
Gut did get in the way of making a podcast, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we've been um, taking a break here for a little bit, only because there's just been a lot going on. Yeah. And um, the holidays have, have jumped in on that as well. I mean, before we knew it, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's November, and then it's Thanksgiving. And now here we sit between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we're, yeah. we're going to try to get ahead on our show so we can get back on task here. Absolutely. So what we thought we would do with this show is just take a few minutes since it's been a little while uh, that we've been on the, on the air uh, and review kind of what is the aerial tribe? Why are we doing this? And uh, what we hope for our listeners and participants to glean from that. So Jason, why don't you um, talk a little bit about the origins of the aerial tribe? Yeah, I think, the heart of and the origins of where this came from is just us going down a personal journey, right? You and myself, uh, independently of just both a physical and kind of mental uh, and spiritual just ask of looking in the mirror saying, okay, I think there's a better version in that. And yeah. so what came from that, I believe, is is this idea that, you know, really creating an environment that is encouraging um, a sense of trying to create a personal accountability, uh, which is why we created, um, you know, the invitation that we have available. If you haven't seen it, recommend that you take a look at it on the website. And I think really, you know, is that we can learn in community. You know, I learned from you listening and hopefully vice versa and, and just kind of sharing what this whole thing is about. Uh, and I know that I, I really appreciate and, and enjoy doing this with you. And, and, um, and so that, so to answer your question in its simplest form is what have I learned? What has Aaron learned? Let's turn on some microphones and, and hopefully it's touching the lives of those that are listening. Yeah. And the goal is that it's making you better. Like yeah. we certainly wouldn't, wouldn't want you to be listening to something because you feel obligated to it, but we want to have it improve people's lives some in some way yeah there's got to be takeaways right there's got to be you're listening to this and it's either encouraging or it's tactical like okay i'm gonna go implement that read this go say sorry go say i love you i don't know you know yeah. nothing in between yeah and i think beyond that um both of us have experienced a fair amount of success in our respective fields we want to share how we got there and as the world moved towards more layers of complexity that none of us planned on being where we are two years ago, like yeah. who, <coughs> who knew that this was going to be, and it's still here. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's still, I don't you know, think it's ever going away. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, as, as the world changes and we figure out how to navigate as influencers, leaders, people who are still trying to help other people be, the best version of themselves. Um, as we're trying to figure that out, sharing what we're learning on the journey, like some, a lot of this is, well, this is a lesson I learned X number of years ago. A lot of it is, this is something that I'm getting worked over with right now. Yeah. And, and the goal of that would be to maybe short circuit some of our listeners pain. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't have to endure the running up against a wall like we do. Yeah. So the, the pieces of the, the invitation, which is really the centrality of the aerial tribe, everything that we do is built around this invitation. I think each one of them has a unique uh, role and purpose, and it's important for us to, to grapple with those. You, 
you want to move through some of these? I mean, just do it yeah, real quick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll hit the categories, and if you want to walk through them, I mean, we talk about, you know, mind, right? Like, what's taking place in there? What's taking place in, in the body and how that is such an important aspect? And then the heart slash the spirit. Like, what are those pieces, those major categories? But, no, if you want to go through those. And- yeah, I, I feel like we, we wind up assuming that if we focus on just one piece of that, that everything will turn out right. And um, one of the things that that has just been solidified in my mind, especially over the last two years. Side note: I had a I had a memory come through on my Facebook feed from two years ago that was a picture of me. Oh, sweet Lord! Yeah, no, you look great. You should be so <laughs> was, proud of yourself. Oh my gosh! I was like, what? in the world was I thinking, um, how did I get there? You, you know what? You wind up, you, you, you hit that moment of change, that pivot of change. And you're like, how did I get here? Yeah. What happened that I'm here? Where did I get so lost along the way? And, and that's, I remember that feeling that way, um, where I was like, Oh my gosh. But we, uh, you know, going through that transformation, journey of really solidifying that I'm an integrated whole. So like I always read a lot. So I was, so, but my mental piece wasn't taking care. I knew way more than I was actually doing yeah. uh, to help myself be healthier. And, and, and to go back to leadership, I, I was like, okay, so if, if I can go to my staff and go, Hey guys, I know a way to be more creative, more passionate, a better leader, more empowering, um, to have, to, to make your experience in the culture we have here exponentially better. I know a way to do that, but nah, I don't want to, well, <laughs> well, that doesn't seem to make any sense at all. Yeah. That doesn't seem to make any sense at all. And I, and I, I was like, gosh, I've got to, it, I've got to get this in check. Right. And so, uh, we, I began to walk down this journey of mind, body, spirit, like all of it, we are integrated whole as a, as a human being, I'm all of it. And that doesn't make one piece that doesn't neglect any of the pieces. It accentuates all of them. Like there is a, there is a reality of physical health. There is a reality of emotional health. There is a reality of mental health and we have to take care of all of those things. Yeah. When I, when I think about it, just from an analogy, it's almost like you're in a car and sure you can drive on three flat tires, you know, and if you drive slow and cautious and you might get from point A to point B, but versus if all tires were, you know, evenly balanced with air, think how much faster you're going to get there and how much easier that drive is going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? That's really what we're talking about. Yeah. Here, right. Is, is we know, we know that, yeah, the air pressure should all four tires be the same, and, and here we go. And it's really that's what we're talking about is the concentration in those three major categories. So, again, as you, as you think about, you know, back to what you were saying, Aaron, why did we do this? This was, you know, you know, for both you and I, hey, maybe one of those tires is totally full, but the other three are not, right? Physical, mental, spiritual, like, whatever that is. And we all have that challenge that's going on. And so what came birth of, of, of what helped us get better 
I'm going to stick with my analogy, maybe put some air back in all three of those flat tires so that we can drive the car properly um, and say, hey, cool. So we packaged that up and Aerial Tribe was born. And, uh, you know, we're doing this because we love doing this and we, and we just want to have an impact on people's lives. Yep. And I, uh, I, I, one of the analogies that we use is, I mean, I think we all want to help the people around us be better to greater or lesser degrees. So when we find a tool that helps us with something, helps us grow through some place where we're stuck or whatever, you, you want to share it. But the problem is it may or may not be effective for the person that you're sharing because the root, even if they're, even if they're struggling with the same thing, the root of where that's coming from is different. So for you, it might be a mental thing. For me, it might be an emotional thing, but we're both struggling with an anger problem. Well, that being said, if I have a tool that helps me and I give it to you, it doesn't, it doesn't help you because it's missing the core of where that's coming from. So when we focus on all of it, mind, body, and spirit, we don't have a choice but to grow. And, and that's really the goal is that what we've, what we've experienced ourselves and what we've seen through, um, I mean, I've been through this now with a couple hundred people through this challenge. Um, what we're experiencing is everybody's experiencing the same thing and it's this accelerated transformation in their yeah. life because we're working on everything together. Yeah. One of the more powerful places that I feel like I've heard God talk to me, had great ideas, solve problems and have amazing conversations are on walks around the block. Mm -hmm. I say that jokingly, but just part of what you and I have helped establish is like, you got to go move the body, right? So specifically if it's the gym or walking around the block and, and it's amazing, you know, when our bodies that God created, you know, get that movement that it desires, um, and needs, you know, just how it really begins to touch the other aspects of our lives. Have you, are you familiar with EMDR? It's, no. a, it's a form of therapy. No. And this is interesting. So what, what EMDR does is it will take a thought. So they'll, they'll have you focus on a thought and then you focus on an object. This is, um, that you start thinking about the goofy uh, pocket watch with hypnosis yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that, but the same principle. So you take that thought and, and a lot of them will use a light bar and the light will move left to right. Okay. Uh, and you focus on that light. So it'll, what, as you're concentrating on this thought, your eyes are moving back and forth. What this does is it takes that thought and moves it between the hemispheres of your brain. And when you have an experience like a trauma or something like that, that thought bubble around that trauma has got all this emotional sludge on it. And when you start bringing it back and forth intentionally through the hemispheres of the brain, it starts to kind of help that emotional sludge fall off. Hmm. So you can process it differently. It's fascinating research. That's anyway, cool. I say all that because when you're talking about, man, all these great things about moving, what they're discovering is that the body being bilateral, um, as I'm walking, moving, and I'm watching just my hands, like I'm out for a jog and I'm watching my hands, my eyes are moving left to right. So as I'm out kind of just processing the day interesting, and I'm watching my hands, my, 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 I'm inadvertently bringing those thoughts between the two hemispheres of my brain. So going out and being active is legit therapy. <laughs> like that's actually a bona fide sense of therapy because it helps you to be able to process those things that happen during the day or that stress that you can't seem to shake. If you go out and go for a walk or go for a jog and you just 
watch your body move and, and, and concentrate on the back and forth of it, it starts to actually legitimately help you make sense out of the stress of the day. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's like the God knew what he was doing when he made so us. So you're telling me the next time we go on my walk, I'm going to call it my sludge walk. <laughs> sludge like, walk. Babe, let's go for a sludge walk. She's like, what? I'll, bear, I'll, I'll tell you on the walk. We're going to get rid of that sludge between you and me. You know what I mean? That's taking place. Or, that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Now, I'm no EMDR, EMDR expert, so um, please don't go, well, Aaron said... Um, if you want to experience EMDR, you should, you sh- but you should go do it with a legitimate professional. So uh, that's the heart behind the Aerial Tribe. We want to help people be better. And the invitation is seven habits that are built around uh, the goal of putting the whole body together and moving forward, mind, body, and spirit. Yep. So if you're interested in that, jump on a website, aerial-tribe.com, A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com. Dot com and uh, everything there's free um, there's there's a number of different things there for you and and we are working feverishly to expand the resources there uh, also you can sign up for uh, ongoing email there um, that will occasionally just drop little pieces of wisdom on you uh, whatever that might be Follow us on Instagram, I'd say. Yeah, jump on Instagram. Act, we're actively on there. Yeah, we uh, we post a lot of stuff and and we steal all that stuff. Like I I um, there are content creators and then there are content networkers. I think we're more of a content networker. So. Um, but but it falls in in place with what uh, philosophy and thinking and encouragement, right? Yeah. That, that represent us. Yeah, and hopefully it makes you think. Hopefully it makes you, it inspires you to take those next steps and not quit, not give up. That's right. That's the goal. So uh, thanks for listening. Um, If you're on Apple iTunes, jump on there and give us a rating and a review. And I know that this is, every podcast says this. I can't stress enough to you what a difference that makes for the podcast. Uh, If you find yourself um, like, hey, this was really good. I know somebody that would really benefit from that. Share it. Um, share it with them that that's also helpful for us. And, and, um, you know, we, it, we don't get paid to do this. Like we're doing this as this isn't even a side hustle. This is yeah. a, this is a hobby, yeah. right? We're just offering this to the world, hoping that it's a benefit. And so if it is in some way, please feel free to do that. That, that helps us get the show out and, and continue to make a positive difference in the world. So uh, until next time, thank you guys for listening, and we will be back soon.